calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution to explore in American history. You're the relentless patriots. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all, relentless patriot Frank. Amazing how liberals like to ban me, but I'm back on live here now. And um, remember something here. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. What is it and why should we continuously express it? It's good to have you with me, my friend. How you doing? Let's see if we can connect you. There we go. <laughs> All right. Very good. Awesome. What's up there, cowboy? Not much. What's going on there? I'm glad we're able to fix this feed, but now it looks like everything's working. Glad to be up here running. So it was just um, before the people were tuning in, I was reading from Sam Adams. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness in accordance to God and the Constitution and what we have as an American people versus the rest of the world. Yes, and, well, initially, initially, you're right. I, I think it's important that we basically spread the word of what the Founding Fathers basically had initiated, you know? I mean, they were living in a time that was very much so oppressive along the a tyrannical regime. And a lot of people, a lot of people, especially nowadays, overlook that. I mean, you know, we've had our, you know, our great friend Vinny, that's also part of the RP group, who also runs the Southern Daughters of the Confederacy, talk about the same exact things the South had to face as well, and the adversaries they had to go uh, overcome and everything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. They're, they're adversarial, you know, unfortunately, the adversaries that they had to face are the same people of today. The same tyrants, the same paid-off banks, the same bought-off um, corporations that later established the Reconstruction Act and destroyed most of our country and enslaved us to the government's will and taxes. And you, exactly. And I see it, it's an initial problem is that we don't have a lot of predominant speakers speaking up for these actual things. We have a lot of people that are within our own party and with our own affiliations who are very weak and very subjected to only speak on one-side uh, one issues, if you will. Well, completely one-sided. Completely one-sided to the point where no one else is going to be able to say anything. They're just going to pass law after law, mandate after mandate, virus after virus, vaccine after vaccine, and we the people are supposed to sit down, shut up, and just take it because we're told to, because we're deplorable, because we're nothing. People tend to forget to express their constitutional rights, especially when it comes to saying no to this stuff. And that's what Samuel Adams is saying. That's what most of our forefathers were saying. I'm just going to go ahead and play the first couple of um, sentences that Patrick Henry said to address to address certain members of Congress in St. John's Church in Richmond, Virginia, 240 years ago. Here we go. And this is important. Everyone here listens to this. There is no longer any ground. There is no longer any ground for hope. Which to be free. If we wish to preserve inviolate those inestimable privileges which belong to us as free men. If we mean not basely to abandon the, the noble struggle which we have been so long engaged in which we have pledged ourselves never to abandon. Yeah, pledging ourselves 
never to abandon. We, the people, have the right, have the right to be free. Glorious object of our struggle to obtain, then fight. Then we must fight. We must fight. To arms. He's saying to arms. We are weak. They tell us that we are weak. So powerful, an adversary. Yes, unable to cope with the powerful adversaries, the fancy people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When shall we be stronger? When shall we be stronger? Next week. Will it be the next week? Yeah. Or the next year? Be when we are totally disarmed. When, when it will be when we're totally disarmed? Sounds awful familiar. Shall be stationed in every house? And the British Guard shall be stationed in every house. Fire the means of effectual resistance by lying supinely on our backs, hugging the delusive phantom of hope until our enemy hath bound us hand and foot. Correct, sir. Correct. Keep going. We are not weak if we make a proper use of those means the God of nature hath placed in our power. Three. Millions of people. Millions of people. In the holy cause of liberty. Okay? I don't got to say any much more. But then he goes to say this. As for me. As for me. Give me liberty. Or give me death. You know? Well... Yeah, and that's exactly it right there. I mean, you look at basically the founding fathers when they first started out. Um, they were basically the pioneers that ran this country and made sure that basically everything was taken care of initially. I mean, the odds were basically stacked against them, right? If you look at from a strategic standpoint, right? A lot of them were small business owners. A lot of them were blue-collar workers back then. And Great Britain, Great Britain at the time was basically the world's largest superpower that basically no other you know um, country has basically seen before. I mean, they were basically, they, they were kind of like Germany in the sense of like they were, they built themselves up to the point where they almost became almost, you know, un undefeatable until we basically stepped in. Be and that's I because- think, I think it's ridiculous that we always have to, we're like the underdogs in a way. You know what I mean? You know, they, imagine if we the people had just a little more, I'm not saying power, because power can corrupt. But if we just had a little more authority over our own lives, how we wouldn't have to deal with any of this. Well, I, I think, I, yeah, I, I think if people, I, I don't think, I mean, I understand what you're saying as far as the authority, but I think it's more people need to have a backbone. Because, you know, there's a chance thing is that the, the great men, I'm sorry, both, the great men and women of this country basically make, make this stuff run. Because even back, then when you basically had the you know the revolution up until even the civil war and stuff like that and like i said too bad Vinny isn't here because i know Vinny would like to partake in this but me and Vinny had actually we had a pretty uh, interesting conversation and he even said he goes when the men were even out fighting it's like that the women are actually on the home front were taking care of the homesteads they were taking care of the ranches yeah. businesses etc absolutely um even, even though the men were actually out there fighting and you know i just want to say that guys is that like even during world war ii as well just
here. But even during World War II, Bowman also stayed behind and basically made sure, made sure everything was being kept in orderly condition for when the men returned from war. And, you know, I, I think we've lost our way as far as with society and where, you know, where we're at now. We have people that just feel uh, this, this, entitled, this sense of entitlement and, you know, that think that, like, they're better than everybody. And that's not, this is not, this, that's not who the country is. You know, our country is basically based on core fundamental conservative principles. And let me repeat that again. Core fundamental conservative principles. You're not wrong. That's it. You know? You're not and wrong. We're, and we're losing, like I said, we've really lost our way. I mean, again, I, I don't want to go into a, a whole other tangent, but the whole thing is this. You take it what's going on with California, right? Like, they always say the, the tales between two states, right? With Florida and, and California, right? Look at the way California runs their stuff. Look at the way Florida runs their stuff. Despite how you feel about DeSantis, despite how you feel about certain things that are going on down there. As a whole, DeSantis did have a strong backing when it came down to actually securing the state of Florida. I mean, this is the one thing DeSantis did that actually was pretty good. He made sure there was no, um, there was a voter integrity kept in Florida. Look right. at Arizona. Arizona's completely compromised. And so is I mean, California. Look, in terms of DeSantis, we already know that he, that he backs the bushes. He's paid off by the bushes. He's for Agenda 2030, okay? He originally was promoting the shots back in the day. Um, so in terms of him being a rhino, I mean, he, he's already there to the point when I was even saying that Bush, I mean, uh, not Bush, Trump was all about, you know, the fraudulent election th charges, and he doesn't even agree. He doesn't, doesn't even agree. You know, see I mean, that's it's, it's yeah. a shame. And by the way, for those of you that weren't paying attention back in 2020, DeSantis... And Trump both signed into into arraignment FEMA camps for those that wanted to get vaccinated. That's what the original FEMA camp was about, and it clearly said it in their in their um, conscriptions that they signed for the state of Florida. Because obviously Trump lives down there, yeah. so you know, so he had, he had a hand in that. And I don't know if we're gonna if we're supposed to trust any of that or not. I wouldn't if I were you. You know, I'm not going to trust most of the politicians. You know, we shouldn't. We, the people, have the power to take this power away from them. So here's, here's the initial thing, right? Because like I said, I completely understand where you're coming from, right? Like, obviously, we get our power from, you know, from us. Like it says, right, that's like the first three letters of the Constitution, we, the people, right? And initially is that we have to stop putting our faith in men, or sorry, into men with suits, we have to start putting in, you know, our, our faith within, within ourselves. That's the problem, is that right. we have a lot of people, especially in male modern societies, that a lot of people are, are not competent enough to actually, you know, take things and matters into their own hands. I don't, I'm not saying this uh, to be aggressive, but I'm just saying as far as, like, just to get out there and basically make these problems known. Half of these politicians basically don't care if you basically leave um, things on their doorstep or how many emails you send. They, they give two craps about you. The main thing is this, is like I said, we have to secure... Um, you know, the integrity in this country, whether it be with the elections, whether it be the border, etc. Those are just prime examples of things that are basically important. And also securing the children as well, as well with that being said. We have a lot of people, especially now more than ever, Frankie, that want to basically corrupt and basically undermine our, our future of this country. Right. And I just think it's really, really crucial that people really basically start, you know, start to step in. You know, I saw this really cool post that um, this guy named Ben Owen, which, um, you know, he's a former combat veteran. He basically said, he goes, even if they're not your kids, guard them like you like like they're your own. Because he's right. They're, they are, they're our children are our future. Without them, all will be lost. You know, when you, you allow terrible things to happen, 
to thousands of children per month. And the only thing that you could possibly care about is a ridiculous war across the way. Then I have no remorse for you. When people donate proudly, proudly, by the way, tons of money to Second Israel, Ukraine, okay, or supporting Israel or whatever their 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 cause is to support, but yet they wouldn't donate a dollar to a homeless guy down the street, you know, no, or they wouldn't help out with ICE patrolling the border giving them some funding because of how quote-unquote inhumane they treat everyone down at the border well meanwhile they're just doing their job what's inhumane about catch and release compared so, to what it used to be how much more polite should we have to be to people that just want to take advantage of this system well that's exactly my thing so like a lot of people don't know this but during the Obama uh, era, right, or the administration, if you want to put it, he actually detained and arrested more illegals than Trump did. Right. You know, and a lot of people don't know that. And, you know, that's the whole thing is that, like, they do it purposely by design. So, like, those pictures of AOC, for instance, like, I call her all out crazy. Um, you know, the, the things that she posted, it's like that, and was trying to blame it on Trump, saying, you're, you're inhumane, you're doing this and that. That's exactly your party. That's exactly your party. You're basically calling the kettle black because you guys are doing it, you know? And truthfully, what was pretty pathetic was that when AOC got a tour of the uh, detention facilities, as they called them, for the illegals and stuff like that, she was walking around and they basically had, you know, um, like floor mat. They basically had rooms like where they were able to sleep or the kids were able to learn and go to school just while they were being held until they were being, until they were trying to figure out each individualized case. Right. You know, but I mean, the main thing is this. You and I both know this, right? The majority of Americans, we could speak for the majority of them, right? Everybody just wants a fair due process to come in this country. We're not asking for a lot. If you're going to come here, just do it the right way. That's Correct. it. And there's that, that's the way it should be. Don't, like, don't for, come here expecting handouts. Don't come here expecting that we should be paying for your every little need and want. Don't expect entitlement with free stuff simply because the Democrats tell you that you deserve it. It's all a lie just to get your vote. We already so, know that. Yeah. Now, now, you know? Now, now that we have transitioned to the, you know, the topic of borders, I want to ask your opinion on this, right? And I, I just want you to think about this for a second before I say this. So as far as Border Patrol, right, as far as Border Patrol goes, right, what do you think, right, right, would be the most, how do I put this, the most ideal thing as far as to contain and basically how, how should Border Patrol go basically about deporting the illegals, in your, in your personal opinion? Well, I mean, look, we already, we already catch them and we already release them. Or we give them luxurious hotel four and five star accommodations along with free health care free food and anything else that they want you know when aoc went down to the detention centers a couple years back and pretended to cry like she actually gave a damn but wouldn't dare you know obviously adopt any type of illegal immigrant into her family it, it's, it's amazing how they how they're a bunch of hypocrites in terms of that too by the way you know rules for thee not for me not in my backyard i don't care but we, we already treat them so well because of political correctness. But if you really want to stop all this illegal immigration, you got to stop giving them benefits to come here when it comes to free stuff. You know, like when our families emigrated here, 
back in the 20s, 30s, 40s. And we fought for this country, not our own. We weren't handed anything. Matter of fact, we were made fun of. We were turned. We were forced to turn back. And um, the only way we can come here is if we had papers, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, what, what happened back then? Well, you know, give us your, you're poor, you're tired, you're hungry, blah, 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 blah. But yet when we come here, we're turned right back around because we don't have the correct paper. When we traveled, it took us a week at times via boat, you know, and people died on the way here the same way they died on the way here in the Mayflower with the pilgrims back in the 16th century. I think it's retarded that these new wave of immigrants expect us to take care of them when we weren't given that same treatment. We were turned back. We were put on Ellis Island for weeks at a time. I mean, if you go if you go there and you see the tour, like I mean, I did that several times. But they'll show you just how poor everybody was the minute they got off the boat. So, you know? and how yeah. impoverished they were. And how sick people were. People died in Ellis Island. Yeah, and that's exactly it right there, is that there was people, especially during... So, now this is something, too, that a lot of people know about. So, during the 1960s, when JFK was president, he actually basically allowed the illegals to actually, you know, illegal immigrants to come in this country. Sorry, let me rephrase it. He basically put a... I want to put, like, I, I want to use this word, but I, it's basically a buffer, sort of, right? But it was almost like he removed certain restrictions for illegals to come here because... Um, he was more uh, a true Democrat in that regard. He was like, hey, you know what? Like, let's just ease some of the restrictions off. We're not just to get people in this country or not so we can actually give them a chance. Right. Because, you know, they're fleeing from other countries such as, because you had a lot of things going on in the 60s. You had, oh, you, yeah. know, cold, you know, pre-enter, you know, the, the, the pre-Cold War communism, you know, and all these other things basically stirring up up until later on. You were dealing, dealing with a lot of crap from Cuba. Right. Yeah. A lot of crap so, from Cuba. A lot of illegal immigration from there. A lot of refugees, and there's still a lot of refugees fleeing Cuba just to get here. But, you know, like, if, if you want to talk about illegal immigrant or immigration reform, then I would be more game for reform. You know, I mean, if we make it so difficult to come here, but yet everyone's given a pass now, everyone's giving a, everyone's given a Social Security number, and everyone just comes through the back door, and, and then that's it. It's like, that shouldn't be the proper process. You know how many more murders have happened? You know? And how many kids are being trafficked across the border? At a rate of twenty to 30,000 a month, guys. Like, no, there has to be some security. There has to be some better uh, border reform. Don't get me wrong, but this is just ridiculous what they're doing. This is not right. It's not what this is not what coming to America is. So you can run amok and take advantage of the system. You know, we're not giving out free stuff here. You guys got to remember that this is a big problem. And I think John, your your feet is cutting in and out. So if you want to rejoin, I can add you back in when you're ready. I'm getting a lot of uh, static feed here, but you know, you know, it's just. Whether it be the border, guys, whether it be government mandates, whether it be having our rights being checked and challenged. Meanwhile, we can't check and challenge back. These are the things that we, the people, should be very concerned about. We have T-minus 15 minutes to midnight. And for those that don't know what midnight actually means, 
It means we're getting one step closer to oblivion. One minute is basically, according to this doomsday clock, one minute is like one year, you know? And either which way, this election is not going to happen next year. So you probably don't even have until 2030 or 2040, you know, with the rest of their stuff that they want to roll out on us. The amount of vaccinations that they're going to come up with. The amount of excuses that they're going to do to us. You know, the viruses. All these different things are going to happen. Mark my words. They are coming for you. They're coming for people like us. Because we are the last stand against all this garbage. All this nonsense. They want to take us out completely. And I am aggravated to the point where, you know, like, where where's everyone now? <clears throat> what, what we're we're just podcasting. We're just talking about stuff. There's not really any much more than you know, sitting around and doing nothing and waiting for Trump. You think Patrick Henry or Samuel Adams or George Washington or anybody like that would tell you to do the same thing? Just sit around and write an, uh, an article in a newspaper? No, it, this is way beyond that, guys. Way beyond that. You know, with the amount of human sex trafficking going on and the amount of ridiculous uh, corruption by the Biden administration with their, with their underground deals in Ukraine, with our, our CIA backing them, with George Soros and his son backing him, how could you not be this upset already? This is beyond. What anyone has ever thought as normal. And we're told that this is the new normal. That corruption is the new normal. That transgenderism is the new normal. And for those of you that live in New Jersey like myself, I'm not sure if you know this by now, but uh, Governor Murphy had signed into, into a bill that Every single restroom in the public schools is no longer going to be labeled boy or girl. It's just going to be completely neutral. So gender neutral bathrooms, boys walking in on the girls, girls walking in on the boys, Operation Run Amok, as far as I'm concerned. And here we are, and we're supposed to just, again, like I said before, sit back and take it. How can we possibly have a country when we're just supposed to sit back and take whatever they dish to us? We've been treaded upon. This is ridiculous. You know, and here's some breaking news for all you guys. You know, like, we have the thousand more on March in New York City. And it's still going on. It's still going on. It hasn't been quelled. I mean, luckily that the police commissioner is not woke. And he completely disagrees with having BLM or any other teenage force, you know, run that. And and turn New York City into a pile of rubble, you know. At least, at least something's being done about that. But still... There should be no reason any of that crap is still going on. You have people twerking on top of cars, on top of street poles. I mean, this is ridiculous. And yet there's still no control. There's 
with a lot of uh, paid-off people doing whatever they want. You know, clearly Soros is still in control of the masses. I mean, masses okay, in moronic asses. Masses. Yeah. Ridiculous. John, welcome so, back, man. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't know where I'm technical difficulties over here. I guess, I guess, the, I guess they don't like what I'm saying, but too no, bad. No, they don't like what I'm saying either. So. Um. Yeah, I know. I know you're just talking about the woke mob and everything going crazy down the city over the uh, PS5 giveaway with that YouTuber. But, you know, I just kind of want to piggyback what we were saying earlier about the previous conversation about the illegal immigration. So what I was going to say to you was this. I think we don't... The, the problem is this, and this is my answer to the whole, you know, quote-unquote fix, right? If you want to use that term loosely. The problem is this. We don't have any good current administration. I mean, besides the Trump administration along with the Reagan administration that has actually had a bad backbone and actually has had a strict tolerance, um, sorry, for zero tolerance for basically coming in this country and doing it the right way. Right. You know, every single, every single presidency, including this administration, this administration, let's just be honest, it's like I grew up here, like said, the president that's in office, I don't even acknowledge him. He's not a president. He's a ploy. He's, he's basically a Chinese puppet, and that's exactly what he is. Absolutely, he's a Chinese puppet. And you know, I don't care. I will say this. I will say this blandly. The election was rigged and stolen back in 2020. I don't care what anybody tells me. Without a re that, that's reasonable the doubt. Word. I mean, look, you even got you even got Pence saying that um, the election was uh, was fraudulent, but not in a way that you and I interpret it. He's saying it's fraudulent in terms of you know saying that Trump went to the dark side. Well, meanwhile, he's the one who betrayed the country. You yeah. Know? Here's something but, very interesting. A cop was injured during January 6th, and he calls Trump out for causing harm because of his rhetoric and how it inspires attacks. Ridiculous. Well, yeah, as we, uh, as we you know, switch gears over to the next topic, I know I kind of came in halfway, but just to go on about the riot that happened yesterday was that Guys, I want to make this very clear. This was over basically a YouTuber who claimed to give away PS5s and then when they're and um and basically inside the riot. This person should be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law for inciting the riots down New York City. And I don't care about you know because people are saying defending this person, saying that it wasn't his fault. You can't basically say stuff and whatnot and then basically back out, especially when you're screaming f uh telling the NYPD to suck your you know suck your growing. It doesn't work that way. They were really a whole bunch of them, especially people, my, actually young kids, if not younger than me, screaming, you know, telling them basically to suck their, suck their junk. Yep. I mean, this is the amount of degeneracy we have going on in this country. And you know what, like, everybody wants to basically go after Jason Aldean, especially about the whole riot stuff, about his song and everything. But, you know, the problem is, guys, I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why you're going after Jason Aldean, you liberals. Because you don't like the fact he's calling you guys out and you can't handle the truth. He's basically putting you guys in your in your place, and you don't like him. That's right. Like even today, he just he just opened this bar up in Gatlinburg. Uh, Gatlinburg, excuse me. And the liberal press was attacking him like viciously, saying your song incites violence. Da -da -da -da. And you know he did the best thing anybody could possibly do. He didn't give these people a time or the day or, or, or the even a spotlight. Um, he just made it about opening his bar up, and that's the way it should be. You know, I'm sick and tired of the liberal press bullying people for having an alternative view. Just because it doesn't fit your talking point. Yeah, they, they want to call it an alternative view, but meanwhile, it's a controlled one. Completely controlled. You know, they're being taught. They're being told. They're being forced. They're being paid to say anything that goes against the American narrative. Let's, 
or anyone that is American. Let's be honest here, right? This is basically now they are they are flat out targeting people that are conservative, libertarian, or have basically an actual an actual independent thought view. You know, anyone, anyone that speaks out against January sixth is the enemy. <laughs> but, but, yeah, okay. Just, okay, there, Mr. I, police officer. This guy, this guy. Uh, I'm trying to get his name here. Uh, his name is something Fannin. Uh, Metro, yeah, Washington Metropolitan Police Department officer Michael Fannin testifies to the House hearing on January 6th on Capitol Hill, July 27th. So two weeks ago, he said it, it was deeply personal to him. Deeply per Please. personal. You know what's Please. deeply personal? Taking away our rights, forcing us under lockdown, quote unquote, thinking that thinking that your shit doesn't stink because you comply with Fauci, and then being politically correct in all the schools, brainwashing all the children, and acting like the Ukraine war is something special to be proud of. No, absolutely. I, I just want to go back to what we, what we were saying about just going back to the riots and like that. Because I know, I know there's, there's still more to the story. And I know people want to know more about it. So initially, the whole thing with the riots, guys, is that this is nothing new. Me and Frankie said this to you guys three years ago. And when 2020 came around and they were bad, that was just the beginning. That was just basically uh, um, the tip of the iceberg. I didn't the tip of the iceberg. Really a scratch of the surface, if you will. There was more riots planned to come. I mean, there was even parts of the Bronx where I actually have friends that live down there, and they were basically saying that, hey, these random pallets are popping up uh, at the end of street corners like that. And people, my, my old friends were witnessing this as this was going on. Yep, via and Antifa, absolutely. I mean, there was, there was camera footage everywhere. How can the liberals and Democrats just sit there and act like, no, 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 no that didn't happen. That's just, that's just uh, you know, a pile of bricks for a construction site, for a building. No, it's not. When you look at... The bottom when you look at people dressed in black with Antifa or Anarchy t-shirts, how do you put that together with a construction site? I'll, I'll tell you how. Because this was a plan, or, or in, the word of, uh, in the words of Eric Adams, if you will, this was a plan, organized attack against basically our democracy. That's exactly what, that's exactly what Eric Adams said about January 6th. Well, guess what, Eric Adams? I'm going to say the same exact thing about when you said that about, you know, uh, about the riots. You know, you basically sit there, and this is basically this is makes me laugh about Eric Adams, right? He's prior a joke. Law enforcement, no, prior law enforcement, right? You would think somebody that basically, when you basically get sworn to NYPD and any, or any kind of law enforcement, military, fire, it doesn't matter. You basically take it all to uphold and withstand would stand within the Constitution, you know, frame, uh, guidelines. Eric Adams, you basically failed that twice. You failed as a police officer, and you failed as a mayor. Absolutely, he failed. He didn't. He isn't, he's not keeping anyone safe. Everyone's still allowed to That's run him up because of political correctness. People are getting still a slap on the wrist for for even committing murder at this point. Like for example, right? Like if you go down, like I said again, I you'll never see me in the city. And, and like I said, if I do smack the crap out of me, because I'm telling you right now, I I don't want to go down there because how bad's gone. I mean, you know, we're basically just almost actually we're if not getting close to what California has feces on the street, homelessness. Drugs, um, the mental health crisis, you know, it's, it's all skyrocketing and nobody wants to talk about these things. Why? Because it doesn't fit the agenda. That's why. That's right. It's completely unsafe. I wouldn't recommend anyone going down there anytime soon. Matter of fact, I never have, you know, you know, no, I never have ever, ever since they started rioting, now, even prior to 2020, you had all these libtards blocking the street when freaking Trump got elected.
I mean, come on, man. It's almost almost been a whole entire decade of dealing with these you-know-what bags, and I'm tired of seeing their their, their shriveled-up faces and and putrid bodies and their soy boy braids and their soy boy boxers and just walking around with their junk hanging out. These ace degenerates, I can't even call them American or human at this point. You know, it's pretty disgusting. There was this guy, and he just did it just to basically, you know, he's kind of like, he was kind of like a Steve Crowder thing, right? He walks into the cops, and he goes, hey, he's like, can I basically have my, my junk exposed and stuff like that? Now, mind you, he's basically, he's conservative, this guy, but he just wanted to know what the cops would say. He goes, can I walk around with basically my penis hanging out? And the cop goes, yeah, as long as it's not, you know, the, the following guidelines. But I'm like saying to myself, I'm like, what? what? Gu- I'm like. Guidelines. What guidelines? Uh, the guidelines the, are basically the... that you cannot you cannot be fully um, charged on, if you will. And the second thing is that you are not basically um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, self self pleasuring, if you will. That is ridiculous. That those are the guidelines. So it's okay to expose your junk and genitalia in front of like a five year old per se, as long as you're behaving yourself. Like first of all, you're out in the public nude. You've already misbehaved. You've already exposed the kids to something that they shouldn't be exposed to. The bottom line is this, and like I, I, I will say this bluntly, right? I, I will say this bluntly on here, is that as somebody, right, that basically if I was, you know, down the line, let's just say for argument's sake, I, I feel for a lot of these parents that basically have kids and stuff like that because I can relate. If anybody was ever, God forbid, right, to come near my kid or, you know, if I had someone in the future, it's like that, right, and you think that you're going to go in that bathroom and basically do something? No, I'm sorry. I don't care. Like, if I ever had a daughter or not, like, you're not going in that bathroom. No, nope, I'm breaking nope, your fucking arm. Like, not. I'm going to be blunt. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not playing. Like, you don't basically get to pick. It's like Matt Walsh said. You don't get to, you don't, you don't get to pick pronouns. You don't get to pick how you feel as far as, you, as far as that stuff goes. What you guys are doing is this. And I hope the liberals see this, too. I hope, I hope my face is all over this because I'm about to say. You guys basically feel the entitlement to go out and exploit children that are, that, are, that are five and less. And for that weirdo, Dylan Mulvaney, and the other one, the other weirdo that basically says we're coming for your children, please come for our children. Like Jason Aldean said, try in a small town. Let's go. Because we're all waiting. We want you to do something to our kids. We're, we're just waiting. Sometimes you got to fight evil, man. And, you know, and unfortunately, you know, a lot, like, of, I'm, I'm a lot of softies tired. out there and rhinos and, and, and women, especially women, they're the ones that say, oh, don't do anything. You're violent. You're this, you're that. Okay, so what would you do if your son was kidnapped? And then when he was, you know, hopefully he escaped from his kidnapper and he was brought back and his genitals were sliced off because of some sick, disgusting thing a pervert wanted to do to your son or to your daughter or whatever it may be. You I'm going to say something, I'm gonna say something right now. Room, the minute you put him in school and then so how would you feel? Now the kid's exactly start for life and i'm gonna so you're telling me you wouldn't do anything you wouldn't do anything yeah exactly and i'm gonna say this right now for for our audience as well you know guys like we have a lot of degeneracy going on in the society like i've been saying for the past 15 minutes i've been on this on the show and i'm gonna say this to you guys right now is that i agree like uh, the one thing i gotta say is that thank god that we have parents that are speaking out against the the evil so they're going against the school boards and tell them, no, we're not okay with this. And you know, truthfully, guys, if push comes to shove, like the best thing you could probably do is if your kids, if you guys aren't living in a conservative state where you know, for example, what the curriculum um, consists of as far as for their learning, and um, which I, I think parents should, parents should be engaged in their, in their children's curriculum. Reason being is because 
look at all the indoctrination crap that's going on. And if you're not in, involved in your children's, uh, what do you call it, a curricular, curricular program, then you're the problem. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to be honest, you know, because half these parents, they basically just want to turn a blind eye. And you can't turn a blind eye, especially when it comes to kids. Like, I have a cousin of mine who is basically little, and I'll never forget this. I was walking past the TV, and I heard, oh, yeah, there's two dad. Um, oh, look at those two dad dinosaurs. We can't, uh, they can't have eggs. So let's just steal from the, the other family and get them their eggs. No, you don't get to indoctrinate our children that way. What's wrong with you people? I'll tell you what's wrong. They have nothing else better to do. You know, if you want to talk about what happened here to this 17-year-old this real quick, also a, another person who is a victim of sex trafficking, her name was Crystal Kaiser. She killed the man abusing her and selling her for sex, and now she's been charged and faces life in prison for defending herself. You know, and it's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. All the stuff that's going on is inexcusable. You know, you, you, you're, telling, you're telling kids, especially if they're white, that they're racist and that they should change their gender. I mean, just simply because you hate them. Let's be honest. You guys want to destroy white people because you don't like them. You don't like them. You know? And it doesn't matter what uh, race, color, or creed you are. If you're for this sick, disgusting, ace degeneracy of mutilating children, then I have no, no remorse for you. I have no remorse for you. Quite figuratively speaking, you are the problem, and the problem needs to be solved. So unless you either change up your tune and lay, lay off the children, there will be no quarter. There will be no quarter for pedophiles. There's no quarter for perverts. There is no quarter because they're going after us. The last masculine men on this earth is the American patriot. So no, there should not be any quarter for these people. They went after women because they are the heart and soul of a healthy society. They're going after the children because they're the future. There are no coincidences here. You weaken society enough, this is what happens. And I hope you guys understand that at this point. I mean, even the actor Jim Caviezel, <clears throat> excuse me, he had even said that adrenochrome is real. Mel Gibson, adrenochrome, they all talk about it. Taking the blood of the children and drinking it to make them more youthful. It's absolutely disgusting. And they torture the children or they make them laugh a lot. And that, that forces a chemical uh, um, concoction, if you will, of energized blood that's ripe to drink. And it, it gives people like Sandra Bullock. Yes, I'll say it. Ellen DeGenerate, DeGeneres, Oprah Winfrey, anyone like, like that, it gives them their youth back. You know, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm even going to say even people like, like Mike Pence or Obama or Michael Obama, not Michelle Obama, because <clears throat> we already know that she's a man. We're, we're talking about people that, that 
completely exploit the children. You're talking about people that want to take what God made, distort it, and then use it to their advantage. For goodness sake, guys, look who we have in charge of our health department. The assistant health secretary, who's a man, dressed as a woman, who's in charge of all of sexual education in the United States, in all the public schools. Mr. Rachel, quote-unquote Rachel Levine. And I think that's an outright insult that this person, this moron, this he, she, he gets to stay in there do and, and gets to do and say whatever this person wants, especially to the children. You wonder where the laws come from, people. All you have to do is look at who's running the show from the top down. And you'll see it very quickly. You'll see it very quickly. You know, and that's the problem here. They don't want us to solve the problem. They don't want us to actually stand up. I mean, they even have pride dolls. Transgender baby dolls. You can't make that up either, can you? There's too much, guys, that is going on that don't care how scary it is you need to learn how to address these things you know you take you take people that are um that are so pro transgender and meanwhile they're all pedophiles and they're spokespeople and i'm going to run down some names here so you take robert hogg aka monica helms he designed the first trans flag, and I can't believe this. The first trans flag back in 1999. He used the same color scheme seen in symbols found on pro-pedophile websites. Hoggle has also written several novels under the Helms name in which he describes sexual arousal when wearing women's clothes. And that's called autogynamic which is ridiculous. He confessed to stealing women's underwear, including his own mother's, and went on to write erotic fantasies about his fetish. In a story from his novel, Tales from a Two-Gendered Mind, he wrote a story sexualizing a magical woman who permanently looked like a teenage girl. It, tell me something, guys. Is this something or someone a person that you would want your t your your kid to learn from, this ace degenerate Robert Hogg, this trans female he she, this psychopath who designed the first transgender flag, stealing women's clothes and and dressing up. I mean, how much more are you willing to take here? Here's another guy, John Money. He coined the term gender identity and opposed the classification of pedophilia as an abnormal fetish, stating, if I were to see a boy aged 10 or 11 who is intensely erotically attracted towards a man, if the relationship is mutual, I would not call it pathological. These people are nuts that coined the term gender identity or shemaleism 
or transgenderism or pronounism. These people are absolutely nuts. Here's another person, Volkmar Sagush, another, another ace degenerate in the hole here. He coined the term cisgender. That is now being used as negatively Elon Musk has declared the term a slur. He had said that there, there's nothing wrong with pedophilia in the sense of the word that is against liking, even loving children. The sensuality that unfolds between a child and an adult is something wonderful. Something wonderful. What's wonderful about that? You know, when you get when you give a child love, it's a different type of love coming from someone that generally loves and cares about children, not wanting to make them their personal sex pet at night. That's the wrong type of love, clearly. But these people can't see past their own stupidity to make a common sense argument that what they're doing is wrong. You know. And that's the sad part about all this. Here's one more for you that I shared a while ago. Indian trans activist Alok Vaid Menon, oh, that sounds like a normal person, has attempted to convince the public that little girls are also sexy. We can ignore the gender nonconformity, but definitely not that. These people, these perverts, have also, all of them, together, Conclusively, they've had a hand in making gay rights and giving these same talking points to trans rights activists. And they're carrying on the legacy of their pedophilic ancestors like John Money by insisting that children are sexual beings who should take puberty blockers, guys, to prevent their development, something that could stunt them into looking like children forever coincidence i don't think so what a trip guys what a trip and you wonder why all the children go missing at the border because that's where they go they go into the the private prison cells of the elite or behind doors private bookcases into sexual rituals Alter tables, or Epstein's Island, or Epstein's Island, or anything like that. So let, let's just, you know, I mean, truthfully, I mean, this is this is where everything's at, guys. Like, we're in a society where we're, we're not dealing with people that are, say, the least rap type, right? Like, you look at basically the the rap sheet of the Democrats and some and, and the Republicans too, but mainly the Democrats as well. You know, I, I watched this thing with this uh, I can't remember this this uh, famous mob boss, right? And this guy had asked him, he goes, who is more easy to corrupt? Who has more influence as far as, you know, that you could corrupt? Now, shocker, what the mob boss say? He goes, Democrats. He goes, see Republicans? He goes, see the Democrats? He goes, he's like, you give them money, they'll shut up. He goes, you name your price? Say the price is right. He goes, Republicans, on the other hand, he goes, it's not that they're easy to bribe. He goes, it's just that they're a little bit more, you have to work with them. Like, what, what do I get out of it? Where Democrats just want the money. Isn't it funny how it's always like that? You know, like, like you know, these little shrimps, they're ridiculous. Ridiculous. Well, they are ridiculous. You know, like, look, New York Post, right? We, we just found out that we're siblings. And they, we're, we're talking about two girls here. But we're still dating each other. It's sick. It's 
broke. We're so happy in our two-year relationship. I find, but we found I find out that funny. we might be half-sisters. So, you know what's disgusting? So, this is the thing, right? So, people like that are on the left call people like you and I inbreded hillbilly, but yet, or, you know, it's in our parents or incest and all this other stuff. But meanwhile, they're the ones that are doing it. I think it's... I mean, and, and, and you know what's really disgusting? You know what's really disgusting, too, guys? Is the fact that they that's only derogatory terms that they could come up with because they're not original. Like they try to make themselves be that they're in this intellectual, you know, sub being, you know, inter extraterrestrial creatures. They're not. They're not smart at all. They're just saying the same exact things that their college pro uh, professors say. And you know what? Like that's the whole thing right there. That goes to show me basically your level of IQ that you think it's okay to date your sibling. You know, because they, they, are, they, they are they are just programmable people with no individual thought process about anything. They don't know how to say no. They just know how to shake their head yes and just do what they're told to do. It's well, you know, what's, you know what makes me laugh too, though, is that especially within the, um, within, you know, I just want to, you know, kind of like jump gears for, you know, switch gears for a minute. But, you know, it's really funny. I've noticed this, right, with most sports, right? If you take, you're talking about the trans stuff, right? If you guys notice right like you know like how like the one that i will say about dana white within the ufc is that he doesn't condone that like they had asked him a while ago they're like well do what do you think about basically trans you know women and trans men being in mma he yeah. goes they're gonna be fighting their own their own respective divisions he goes i'm not playing that crap he goes you may tell me that some you know beefed out you know uh dude like brock lesnar that throws a wig on is gonna be basically fighting you know a fighting women's division he goes get the fuck out of here no you're you're a man yeah sorry and sorry. you know that's the whole thing. I, I like how Dana White approaches it. And I, I also appreciate the fact that he's keeping combat sports, you know, combat. You know, and that's it. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing uh, about I it. Keep promise you, like, like you just said, I can promise you, if you want to talk about combat real quick, mm -hmm. if you want to talk about combat real quick, who does most of the fighting, please? Men. Men. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, it's like, I agree, like, we're on the subject of combat, like, my whole thing is this Donnie O'Malley, who's a former, um, I think he was a, a former Marine. He posted a video and actually got, of course, you know, there was some controversy behind it as always. He basically said that women should not be in combat roles. Reason being, actually, there's, there's a few main reasons. One of the main three reasons is that they are a liability. That's number one. Number two is that, for example, war between men has always been primal. And women should not get involved in that. Why do you think when you even even with the fist fight, what do the girls always do, Frankie? Oh my God! Don't don't get involved! Don't do that! You know they they freak out. They they panicking. And you know I, I hate to say it, but it's the truth. You yeah, know they do. And too. you know for any, for anybody that says to me that that I had this 1950s mindset, you know it's not even about 50s 1950s. It's called basically a common sense mindset. I common sense mindset. Mm -hmm. This is not a 1950s mindset. This is since the beginning of time mindset. People, this is not something that you should take lightly because of your opinion or feelings they don't go very far and they change often so why is it that you rather just defy nature and act like you're holier art than thou well, well here's the thing too is that i'll just you know it's, it's funny because you know a lot of people especially now more than ever trying to make excuse me they're, they're, they're claim to fame by basically saying these things and you know it's really funny because you look at the 1950s, right? Everything, that's why they call it the, you know, the golden era, because it was. Everything in there in that time period was good. Inflation was down. People actually could have multiple things, and they actually could achieve the so-called American dream, if you will. 
um, and they were basically, and they didn't have to kill themselves. Right. Now it's like you have to have two jobs. Now you have to basically go out there and you know really break your ass for it. I mean, and and, and you're and just barely get it, you know, by getting by. That's not what this country is. You know, you should be able to work a forty-hour work week, do what needs to get done. If you want to have a side hustle on the side, then do so. That's, right. That's what this country should be. That's right. I mean, you should be able to prosper, like we had said before in the beginning of this podcast. You should be able to have the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness and the common welfare for all men under the union. You know, that's the whole thing is that, like, and the, the biggest thing that gets me mad is that we have people in this country that get treated like second-class citizens while other people from other countries get treated like first-class citizens. How does that work? But, you, you know, it's really funny because other countries like Russia, Korea, now you guys are going to say, hold on, they're communists, John. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. These communist countries... You're right. They are communists, but they don't play around. They have it right. If you're going to break a federal law and stuff like that or come in on their, on their, on their soil, you're going to have respect for their culture. You're going to have respect for, also for their flag as well. That's right. So you know, and if that, you break the, the law, you're not that. treated so well. Last time I checked, like, you can rot in this. a Mexican prison for all I care. Yeah. And the problem is this. We have, you know, these core values that make this country so great that people want to basically, for example, like your BLM and your Antifa, and I don't give a shit. I'll call them right out if they want. You know, I don't care. I really don't care anymore. Like, you guys don't scare me. Like, I'm just going to, I just have to say this. You guys don't scare me, Antifa and BLM. I've witnessed you guys basically walking up and down trying to basically stare me down. You guys ain't shit. It's simple as that. You guys try to act all smug, wearing all black, and cover your face. When I, my face isn't covered. His face isn't covered. And the rest of us who basically run this country, are, we don't cover our faces. You guys are a bunch of cowards and a bunch of thugs. I, absolutely. Absolutely. That's like what you guys are. You We're guys not are a afraid of any politically correct moron. And that's the thing. In Washington, you have too many Republicans, because that's what they are, catering to these people. And saying, yes, yes, would you like another? Would you like, a would you like another law to pass? How much more should I bend over for you? We're talking about loyalists being loyal to the, and being subservient to the morons of the crown still, you know? The, the people that cater to royalty, cater to the establishment, because they think something special is in store for them, and that, that if they keep acting this way, that they're good, they're, they're gonna be saved. Yeah, and like- They're gonna be saved, you know? They're, the they're, they're, they're special people. Mm -hmm. we, we've had our ancestors fought very, very hard, you know, for the foundation, for the, uh, for the um, the seeds for this country and i'll be damned if i let basically some soy boy half drinking vegan eating you know hippies basically take this over you guys are not the same party of back of the 60s and the no. 70s the party no, that didn't want war you guys aren't you guys are i'm gonna be honest you guys are a bunch of faggots i don't care if instagram or whoever else wants to demonetize me for saying that it's the truth you guys are a bunch of faggots you guys have no ground and no principle and you guys are just straight up disrespectful for for anybody that basically is as served or has any any kind of uh, principle or common ground or common sense? Excuse me. Agreed. Heavily agree. Heavily agree. You know, this is the thing: is that we don't have enough people, Frankie. Besides, like like I said, like Jason Aldean, uh, Trump. We don't have um, enough people calling them out. And you know, like the RP, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't care. Like, I I will say it right here, right now. If you guys want to basically start some crap and whatnot, like we'll declare war on you guys because you know what? You guys declared war on our soil. So you know, if you guys want to come at us. Please, by all means, do hey, something. Hey, come and take it, as far as I'm concerned. Because, you know, I'm sick and tired of seeing that, you know, you're going to shoot 
white people in the face. You're going to target us, and along with basically other people as well. You know, and, and, and you don't get to yeah. basically pick and choose who you're going to target and stuff like that, especially when it comes to a um a certain thing. You know, and I don't give care. I, I, just said, I don't death. care. I really don't. You give guys, us liberty you guys, or give you us guys, death. You know, it's like when you guys were rioting back in 2020. You guys really thought that you were somebody special and stuff like that. And, you know, the problem was this. Your daddy never, you know, that's the, I'm be honest, right? That is basically the byproduct of fatherless be, uh, of not having a father around. And and how dare you say that? Ah, you know, it's like, well, it's the truth. Sorry if it hurts, you know, but that's the truth. And a lot of people say, oh, well, your dad abused you. Da, da, da. Let me tell you something right now. My grandfather, he basically raised me when I, you know what? I thank God that he actually instilled the values and, and within me. Um, that I have now because you know what there's a saying you never basically you know you never run away from a fight and this is one fight you guys have picked up you guys have picked up the wrong blooded American I'll be honest actually the wrong blooded uh, American Patriot group that's the it's you guys picked because you have other groups out here Frankie and I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you that are quiet that don't want to basically talk on this matter guess what we're gonna talk about the ugly and stuff like that because you know what it needs to be addressed in this country that's the only way we're gonna move forward in this country is if we address it you know, that's the problem. Everybody else wants the hiding stuff like that. Oh, I don't want to talk about that because it's too sensitive uh, of nature of talk. No, you don't basically get to say stuff like that because this is what happens when you basically stay quiet. This is what happens when people don't be speak about the the actual injustices that are going on in this country. There's you know, that That's an actual injustice. Thomas Paine and Benjamin Franklin yeah. have both said that if our country is ran by foreign groups and not the American groups, aka you could say the illegal immigrants at this point and foreign entities, that it will be our, our, the, our official demise of our nation as we know it. You know? And that's what we have running the show right now. We don't have Americans running the show. Democrats aren't Americans. Liberals aren't Americans. Look at them. Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Patriots Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriots.com.